going on everybody it's your boy ticket 10 mil here what's going on it's your boy rocks a lot aka the host of the on the rocks podcast <laughs> and we're your real old heads coming at you live here on this monday i forgot to pull up the chat uh oh it's showing though so i don't even gotta worry about it boom here we go yeah yeah what's up to the chat folks what's going on everybody what's going on everybody once again sir rocks a lot in the building with us another hey. week here Shout hey. out to Sham Guy Scotty himself. Oh, um, Shout out to Scotty. Can I get my get focus well. back? Can I get my focus back? What we doing? There you go. Oh, man. So, how was your weekend, sir? The fourth? You got your fingers. You got your toes. You got your limbs. Yeah, man. My um, my fourth was really um, uneventful because uh, the Lord put on his own fireworks that day and knocked my power out for about an hour or two. Oh, snap. So that kind of settled things down. That kind of put a damper on things a little bit. But I ended up going to see the fireworks. Uh, I ended up getting outside to see my mom's. It was a beautiful, beautiful American-ass weekend, man. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to go see the fireworks um, that day. But it was they, they didn't start until, like, well, the one the one at the Whitewater Center started at 930. And then uh, the Norfolk Tides was here playing against the uh, Charlotte Knights. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Coincidence. And, um... They were having the fireworks after the game, but you know, baseball, the game could be three yeah, hours or yeah. the game could be 11 hours. So, yeah, yeah. That yeah. really ain't work. And then, like, Yara was super tired, so she had to go to bed at like seven. And then that was a oh, wrap. Oh, yeah. That was a wrap yeah, for us going you can't, you can't keep Princess up too late, man. Yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. You got to get she, her to the. She, she wouldn't be ready for that. And then, um, so, like, the, the people that live in my neighborhood, they'd be letting off the real fireworks. Like, in the, in the backyard and around the block. So, me and Chase just walked the kids around the neighborhood. Anthony acted like he was ready for the fireworks, but he was scared once again. <laughs> oh, man. yeah. He you know was what? scared once again. Junior was the same way. Junior was the same way. And y'all right there about South Carolina, so it ain't nothing for y'all to get the real deal right there, huh? Yeah, no facts. 
Facts. Yeah, y'all are right down the street. Yeah. I remember we actually stayed in South Carolina when we came down there for your wedding. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's how close it was on some Hampton Roads ish. Yep. But uh, we ended up going to the uh, Ocean View mm-hmm. and uh, right there on the beach because Ocean View is such a personal beach. I, I mean, I love it to death. Mm-hmm. And so where we ended up at, I thought we were coming around the side, but we ended up like right next to the fireworks. So we were like right under the fireworks as they were going off. Man, it was like a movie. It was like Stranger Things season finale or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> what up, Marshall? What up, Lester? Shout hey, out to hey, the guys, hey. man. What's going on, y'all? They are they are always supportive, always giving out dope artists. So I'm excited to get into this one this week. We'll give Appreciate it, we'll get that. into that one in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my weekend was crazy. Of course, we celebrated Anthony's birthday during my birthday weekend, as per okay. usual. Okay. Oh yeah, happy belated birthday, thank you, to you, thank sir. You, thank Sorry you. about that. Thank you. It's all good. It's I ain't shit. It's, it don't matter, man. I'm 34 <laughs> now, so it's like a birthday is a birthday. It's hey, another that's working it, day. Man. Maybe when yeah, that's I, it. when I get a little older and the kids are out the house, I can party it up like i used to do it yeah well, you gotta get at least a couple more of those in before it get too late bro for real oh no no it was, it's never too late i it got like three late. left i got like three left no, maybe you, you know what i mean no you don't because you still gotta celebrate your 40th you still gotta celebrate your 45th you gotta celebrate your 50th don't wait until you hit 60 60 gotta I mean, be lit <laughs> i mean lord willing that's first but secondly i meant like occasions like i'm still looking forward to you know you know, maybe get married again one day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they got that, you got the bachelor party turned up. I'm looking forward to, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you got the, you got the re- wedding reception turned up mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to. I've been a part of yours was legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I'm just talking about those kind of major turnups I got left in me after that. I'm trying to sit down, bro. Trying to chill <laughs> out. <laughs> For real, man. You know what I mean? No, but those are, those are, uh, those are life events. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I'm pushing toward these life events. You know, I'm getting closer towards some of these life events. So I'm just, you know, I'm trying to, I'm already projecting and imagining. You know what I mean? That's that kind of thing. You know, we're not even going to talk about what we're talking about pre-production. This kid, this man is all over the place, yo. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's neither here nor is it going to be there. So you, let's you move were, on. You were trying to live two lives. So this weekend we had a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of albums come out. Uh, the most important one I didn't get to listen to Much of any of them uh, I heard Machine Gun Kelly's Was dope Okay, okay Cardi B okay. And um, Offset Definitely shouted out His album did, I, You didn't listen to it At all did you Nah nah Not really Didn't really check For the MGK But I am a fan Shouts to him I do like his Technical rapping ability Yeah, uh, yeah. West, West Side Gun Drop I can only imagine What that's gonna sound like I ain't listen to that uh, I actually I actually work With the wife of one of his producers really yeah and they're really close like they come down here they stay at his house um he they're in his videos like he's a local artist that has videos with them man i gotta i might have to put him on to the show for real because he's he's pretty dope i think his name is like picasso da vinci something like that. i know exactly who picasso da vinci is yeah, he he um he rocks with uh, West Side Gun and them real real heavy. He yes. produces for them. They're they're really really close. Yeah, that's and crazy. I work with his wife. <laughs> like that's, that's I work so with his crazy wife. That, that yo you know Picasso da Vinci is nice now. Like I mean, I, that's what I hear. You know what I mean? I, I I heard some of his songs. I seen his YouTube man. Like I was like damn, and she's real down to earth. So she's like yeah, you know he's really dope. You know, and I'm just like that's yo, what he does dope. for a living. Like that's what he does for a living. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what he does full time. So yeah, that's crazy, yo. Yeah, that's that's dope. You know what I mean? It's I gotta, so I might weird to... how Hampton Roads is so small like that. Like you'll get everybody coming through, and then they'll leave for two, three years, and you'll see them on TV somewhere. Yeah, yo, it has an impact, man. Seven Cities, man, has an impact. Anybody that, that comes through here, bro, that is dope. Uh, Jaden Smith dropped his album. I gotta yeah. listen to that. 
Hey man, I heard the. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we recap it right this second, but mm-hmm. I heard maybe the first half of it. How was it? Man, it's like. It's like a really dope meal at a buffet. Is the it better than four, Sire? It's like the opposite of Sire in some ways. I, it doesn't match the intro to Sire, mm-hmm. but it does have like a Sire like intro, pink. Yeah. And like it's P I N K four tracks. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's like uh, just like this amazing sonic land- landscape he creates. That boy is talented, man. That like boy is very talented, yo. Hey, I'm a huge fan of the Icon song. That was yeah. my shit. Mm-hmm. But like, he might be really eclectic, but he has a real musical ability. Like he got some real talent, man. He ain't playing around with this shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. For it to be a hobby to him almost, I thought it was dope. That first half I heard. It definitely, definitely was dope. He also does that food truck for the homeless, the vegan food truck yeah, for the homeless. I saw that. That was amazing. I don't know why like, more people don't do that. I mean, Will and Jada, man, parents of the millennium, man, like they got Jaden out here, like really trying to save the world on some real Captain Planet shit. We watched Water. all the Captain Planet episodes and we ain't do shit with it. Yep. Called he's, ourselves he's giving out, He's giving, giving out clean water and Flint. He helping the homeless people in L.A. This boy, yeah, either he got like a time time ship that he could just get to where he need to get, or he's really have figured out a way to clone himself to be in multiple places and multiple times. I mean, I guess he's just shown that if you want it bad enough, you could do it. You know what I mean? If you dead ass about some shit, like you could really just put your time where your mouth is and, and where your money is and make it happen. Shit. That is true, yo. That is also yeah. to show up uh, the type of heart that kid got. Uh, 03 Greedo with Travis Barker. I cannot wait to listen to that because i can only imagine what that's gonna sound like look at your yeah. face <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean i'm i'm really looking forward to uh oh three greedo and uh travis barker travis barker's a drummer yes and so him so doing a collaboration with, with 03 03 greedo greedo. right has to be whoever that is it has to be dope De- so yes Devin, highly anticipated. Devin the dude still rolling up drop one too i haven't heard of Devin the dude in a long time I was getting ready to say, man, ain't he's like, what, how long he been in the game now to be dropping projects that we discussing right now? That's I, relevancy, man. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, but somebody cut the check, man. Somebody cut the check. I heard, a, I heard a lot of hate for this revenge <sighs> album. What you been hearing, man? I've been hearing it's boring. It sucks. Oh. It was not what I was expecting. Uh, this was lazy. What? Now that was, that that's a surprising criticism. I I first off, did you watch the documentary? Yes, I did. I did watch the documentary. I was not overly impressed with thirty minutes of behind the scenes footage of JID making every song. Right. But it was it was dope. I like JID a lot. I saw him in Miami um, uh, a couple months ago, and I'm a big fan of JID. Yada put me on, as a matter of fact. Shouts to Yada. I find it and interesting I, that these kids were excited about doing stuff that we've been doing since '03. 02, 01. Yo, my whole motto was whenever I got a bunch of rappers in the house, I was gonna there was gonna be a song come. I was gonna get verses from people like niggas was gonna rap when I had a bunch of rappers around. Like yes. J Cole is just cut from our cloth, man. Right. Like, like our generation of that shit for real. Literally, I have the shoe free uh, freestyles up here is because there was 10 rappers in a room and I said right. one second and I went to the car got my computer got my <laughs> mic I put it in the middle of the living room and I just played beats and when one person was done rapping the next person went right on in and freestyled over it yo we were some of the most opportunistic like man like we we, we, we might have been born like five years too early bro like five years too Maybe. early or some you shit. You might be right. But it's never too like, late though. It's never too no, late. No I ain't gonna say that yeah but like in terms of the like we might have laid the 
we laid the groundwork for some of these younger dudes, like the kids that was under us, yeah. to hop on YouTube and just be doing their music and not mm-hmm. giving a damn about it. Like, yeah, like I, this return of the, this Revenge of the Dreamers, like, excuse me, Return of the Dreamers. Yeah. No, it was Revenge. It just took, a Revenge. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. it took me all. It took me all the way back to like oh four, oh five. Mm-hmm. The idea of just whoever's there put a verse on it. Whoever got the hottest verse. You're right. Don't email me your uh, track. You there? Put your verse Come on through. it. Yeah, come through. Like, write it right here. Like, do whatever you got to do. But we we recording now. Let's, that's that's what made that's what made music doing music back then so fun. I think that's why I don't like doing music by myself. Mm. Because it's just me by myself, and that's why the I don't think I could process. do I could do something like this by myself. It's just I enjoy collaborating and carrying conversations and like bouncing ideas off of each other i get your energy you get my energy because i can sit there and listen to 50 beats and not think of one word but ayo and then (laughs) it's just nothing to say see my thing is listening to beats i make the songs in my head already Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the labor is actually creating it and making it something tangible but i can listen to beats all day but until i get around another rapper (laughs) until he starts to put his ideas out there and Mm -hmm. i'm like well you know i got an idea too type shit and look think back in the day when we were doing it it was even harder to link up with these niggas than it is nowadays back then you didn't have nobody phone number right you just kind of cross paths with somebody you linked up and you was there and nowadays you can tag somebody in a damn status about going to the studio but back then when they were at the crib you had to get that verse while they was there won't know tomorrow shit at all yeah. so that's what i like the most about it no revenge of the dreamers 3 this is the only one that i got a chance to listen to because i knew okay. it was gonna be the most talked about and everybody yeah. loves my opinion on cole <laughs> Actually, I would, I would, I would, um, you'd have to update me as a guest host. You'd have to update me on something like that. Like, how do you feel about J. Cole? Man? We're not going to discuss that right now. What I will say is, though, I need, a, I need at least some kind of brief. What I will say, though, North is Carolina natives, I like, I like J. Cole on features. I don't like J. Cole by himself. Okay. All right. All right. I see where this is going. I see where this is going. So, for this so album, a guy that goes platinum with no features on his albums means you can't possibly be a big fan of his albums when you like him better on features. All right. Okay. That just that was my Snapchat filter for the right. rest of this conversation you, on the album. Go ahead. Your guy, <laughs> you can't sit here and tell me that J. Cole would just be talking about stuff for no reason. I can't tell you he does or doesn't. You can't tell me that he does not just be talking about stuff. <laughs> For no reason, like this man will start off a verse and he'd be like, "Yeah, I picked her up. She had a sundress on. It was a bunch of flowers in it. The flowers were yellow, and then there was a stem at the end of the bottom, and then her hair looked mm. like honeydew melon, but it was dripping outside. But I think the rain was a little bit, but I could smell the rain over the rain. Mm. But then when she got in the car, I said, "Do you want the AC on?" She said, "Nah." Mm. So okay, then I took that and we went to some lunar eclipse and blouse. She's so ecliptic, and that was me describing the way I blew her mind. Like what? Bars, nigga. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He set the scene, my nigga. You know what I mean? That sounds like a beautiful... You set the scene? That sounds like a beautiful day in seventh grade after school when you was walking home from the bus stop and you seen the girl of your dreams and she looked back at you, but you was too shy. So on the inside, you came up with a story in your mind. That's why J. Cole, that's the perspective he raps from, that one little slither that you don't even consider. Bruh, hey, look, man. Two lines just... from J. Cole, Jay-Z could have made a whole verse about. Listen, I never, I've never thought I'd be in position to be the one defending J. Cole against anybody. Like, you're talking about a guy who walked out of a festival when J. Cole came on stage with a guitar and shit and lights went off. I'm like, all right, nigga, I just saw Lil Uzi Vert. I did not come out here for you to do a, a, a acoustic rendition of Wet Dreams, my nigga. Like, what the hell? But I think you might be, 
I think you might be selling J. Cole a little short as an MC, man. I'm going to be honest with you. J. Cole, Bruh, you your man his ha- Your man hasn't wrapped his ass off <clears throat> since Friday Night Lights. Uh, what was the mixtape before that where he was using everybody's sample or everybody's uh, instrumental? What was the other, what was the other one? Um, Friday Night Lights. Uh, the warm up. That was the other one. That then, was like two. Then all of a sudden he he, he he magically got signed overnight with 150 followers to become the J Cole that he is now, Mister Freaking One Time for My LA Sisters. Come on, that's so lazy, dog. Every time when I do this show with you, I want to dive deeper into some of these issues that get under your skin. Like, there's something more to this J. Cole shit than, and I, maybe I need to get it. I need to get Scotty in the group text nah, and see what he kind of yes, thinks. Yes, you know what? Here is what it is, yo. Here I might is need exactly to get Scotty in the group text because I I give J. Cole a listen every single time he drops an album. Okay. Every time he give he drops an album, I give him a listen. I did okay. the same thing with Big Sean. Big Sean disappointed me so much until he dropped his Detroit mixtape. And oh, Chase, Detroit was the shit. Right, yeah, and Chase had to make me listen to that because I was tired of listening to Big Sean. And then when you I heard what? that, I was like, oh, he back back. Okay. See, but that's 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 crazy because, like, I, I completely understand your Big Sean criticism, but I don't think it applies to J. Cole. But I understand your criticism of J. Cole's last three albums. Yeah, like, it's like I 2014 Forest Hills Drives, that was like a breakthrough. That was like a, oh. But then his next two albums were kind of like a rehash of that sound. And it was kind of like the the the, the concept tracks and the, 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 the fake deep introspection. And I see what you're saying, but I still think that you're selling J. Cole a little short as MC. It don't, seem, it don't sound realistic to me because I know what Grown Simba sounded like and how hungry he was on Grown Simba. And now I'm listening to all this stuff, and you're just everything. Everything that I hear is radio or like label-driven songs. Okay, no, that that that's not fair to say about J Cole at all because he's completely anti-radio, like in everything he but does. But all his songs are on the radio, right? Right, because he's a multi-platinum-selling artist who gets his music on the radio. He's in the upper echelon of MCs. You're telling me the joint with Trigger up there is an introspective song. Hold on, you can't jump back and forth between the singles he has now on the radio and a single he dropped in 2011 when he was still... All I'm going off of his catalog. Don't you go off a body person's body of music? Right, yeah, but if we're going to take his first out, his second single versus what he's doing eight years in the game, I mean, come on, bro. The that's only not... person that I can listen to that's super wordy is Wale. Oh, man. I can't stand Wale's ass sometimes, man. God, he's just, he's like everything that you think J. Cole should be, but in a dark-skinned nigga's body. And I don't want to bring colorism to your show. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It, it would be fit right on line with uh, Sham God. I mean, he did but the same But Wale, Wale wants to be like so bad, mm-hmm. it's just obnoxious at this point. And he doesn't understand it, that his need to, his desire to be like is mm-hmm. what makes him harder to like. And then him his curiosity as to why like don't get me started on Wale I think Wale is my J. Cole as it relates to you but well as far you gotta, as you gotta album, separate his social media feed from what he's actually doing musically though. right and it's so difficult because like I do think he spent six years trying to recapture that Jeremiah song from 2011 he spent like seven years trying to redo that song to me and and so like he lost a lot of momentum are you kidding me <laughs> that one song like that yeah, he kept putting out singles that sounded like that damn song, and now he's now he's desperate. He's trying different things now. Of course, he's been floundering out of like a fish out of water for like three years now, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, Sham, what did you think Sham, about- Sham is uh Sham is down and out right now, so that's why we got our our guy Rome sitting in for oh, the yeah. moment. 
what's up? I hope I'm not offending anybody with these opinions. <laughs> but um, J. Cole, though, how do you feel J. Cole did on the album? It's a, it's a J. Cole feature. He worked on all his joints. Right, right. And did, did, did you have any of the criticism of his lyrics on the album that you normally have about his solo albums? Like, in terms of, like, he just don't be talking about nothing? Like, did, did any bars make you turn your head? Any concepts? Any flows? No, I think because he just gave me 16 and got up out of there, I was cool with it. I think on the last song, his verse on the last song was like kind of one of them grab your rib joints. But I, my oh, whole sacrifices, thing was, I, I didn't yeah, get there. Yeah. I got to, uh, I got to the joint with uh, um, Ty Dolla. I actually heard the album a few times, and my main this is my main criticism because I didn't want to be too critical of. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really well put together to have twenty MCs on it or something like that. But not none of this. There's not one song that jumped out at me. There's not one song that I'm like, that's the one. Like that one right there. Like I usually go through albums and I usually start adding them to my current playlist that I want to hear as I'm listening to it. And I did throw a couple in there, but I couldn't remember one song that I was like, that's the one. Yeah, I don't think this album was for that. I think this album was just a big uh, jam session. And that's why I was able to appreciate it because there was no order. There was no method to the madness. It was just good songs placed in on this on a... Yeah, I did like the sequencing. Yeah. I think everybody did their thing with the features. I didn't yeah. hear anybody that was like, yo, who put him on the song? Like, right. I thought everybody killed it. Right. J.I.D. is a fucking star. Yeah. Like, J.I.D. Yeah. is that guy. He's yeah. like he's like young Link, but Kendrick. Like the young Kendrick or something. But I hate to do that to him. But, you mean, clearly, there was times, because of that surprise Kendrick feature in the intro, mm-hmm. every time I heard J.I.D., I wondered if it was the Kendrick verse that I thought I was going to get the mm-hmm. whole rest of the album. But it was J.I.D. every time. And yeah. I saw J.I.D. live. I'm a big fan of his. But you could tell he was like the he was like the backbone behind a lot of those songs, a lot of the catchier ones. I thought it was really dope, man. I, I really was a fan of the, the, the Babies features on there. Yeah, like, the Baby killed that joint, yeah. The Baby's that dude right yeah, now. Uh, I never fire. thought I'd say that sentence out loud, but the what? Baby is that guy. What? You know what I mean? Like He's on fire. Um, No, I'm, I'm with you on that. I liked it a lot. I was laughing when I seen all the hate online because I'm like, oh, Finally, one doesn't go through the, <laughs> the the cracks here with all y'all Cole fans out there. But And I listened to it, and I was like, I don't know what they're bugging about. I don't know yeah, what they I expected. Didn't, I didn't see the hate. Like, you're getting a bunch of eclectic, down-to-earth, mm-hmm. kind of woke MCs yeah. together in one room, and you're going to get a bar fest. And they gave like, us it was a, a bunch of fest. different sounds. I think they had Reason on a beat that I only I think I've ever heard Reason on before. Like Yeah, and where they got Dreezy and where they got Ari Lennox singing mm-hmm. it, like, they... The sequencing of putting the R&B in there, it was like the perfect time to switch it up into the R&B group. I thought yeah. that was dope. Like, I mean, from an executive standpoint, I thought Cole did a good job. And yeah. I thought Cole smoked everything he touched on that shit. Yeah. Like, he came through and big bro everybody on that shit. Like, yeah, you can tell did. he was in his own studio. Mm-hmm. He was in there chilling. It wasn't a whole bunch of niggas hanging out in the room Cole you was think in. He, uh, he came through and was like, all right, let me hear what everybody did for the day. And I'll pick what I want to get on. I do think that niggas had to turn in their homework at the end of the day. I do think that niggas was like passing their sheets up, like, and I think the last nigga in the room was the nigga that was winning. I think JID might have been JID and that dude Buddy from the documentary. Mm-hmm. Like those two, I think they was mm-hmm. the last niggas in the room a yeah. lot because they yeah, yeah. made sure they got their placement. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was real dope, man. I I really like. I hope they bring back the whole compilation. I know ASAP Mob does that shit a lot too mm-hmm. with the yeah, cozy right. tapes. Yep. But yep. I like that. I like the crew. I like the crew tape. Black Panther was a, basically a TDE crew tape. But they just did it on a dope level, so I like when a whole label get together and, and just show like off. You like the Black like Panther that. soundtrack? The Black Panther soundtrack was 
what? That was the what? Shit was Are you garbage. crazy? That shit was garbage. Nigga, it won an Oscar. La di da di da. That la, that won an Oscar. That won an that Oscar. Won an Oscar. Nigga. Yeah, Stop nigga. It. Big Fuchs, nigga. Big Fuchs got an Oscar, nigga. Stop it. <laughs> like Kendrick kept that part in the song on purpose. Man, come on, man. Big Fuchs got an Oscar for that shit. Stop hating, man. Go ahead, stop hating. All right. You're right. Let's stop hating. Let's get into our featured artist of the week. Shout out to the gang in the chat tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this week's featured artist uh, is Austin. Is Austin, Texas based? Her uh, artist's name is Mo. Um, Texas. Her project is going to be released July 20th of this of this year. Um, right. And yeah, shout out to. Uh, to Ryan Marshall, he uh, gave us RJ Main, uh, Jocelyn, and Cosette before. So, gotcha. Shout out to you if you're Sounds in the good. chat. Shout yourself out, Mo. Let's get to the first song of the evening. Uh, this one is called "Rain on Me." All right. <laughs>
right. That was the first song of the evening. Rain on me. By Mo. That was dope. Music. What is the music over everything I saw in the chat? Yep. M O E. Hey man, whoever chopped that beat up is sick. That is crazy. And she gave us like she gave us the singing. Then she gave us an actual verse, a verse verse. The verse, the bars. She said, I don't need no features. I speak for myself. <laughs> hey, that was dope, man. Yeah, that, that was whole thing real was dope. Shout out to you. Summertime yo. vibes, man. That sounds right. like some, I don't know, she from Austin, Texas, right? But that yeah. did give me some down south, summertime, hot outside vibes. Like, I really I really rock with that one. No, that, that was, was dope. dope. That was definitely dope. Um, if I wasn't... And again, I'm, I'm jealous of how unique and how dope her voice is like she has a very unique and distinct voice which is always something i'm jealous right. of because yeah i've never great. yeah i haven't heard that voice before um, yeah that, sounds or that great. kind of style the way just the way she found her pocket in that yeah, yeah yeah man that was real unique i liked that a lot rj main engineer mr bigger bands himself man what? Hey. yeah they all working over there y'all they all working yeah. over there Shout out to them. Shout out to them. First song of the evening, super dope. And that wasn't even her single. So I can only imagine what her single is going to sound like. Okay, that's just the B-side then. Okay. Right. I wish I could uh I wish I could have listened to it louder, y'all, cuz I'm sure it probably listened to it was probably sounded better oh, at it, ignorant levels. It, it found it felt like it had some bottom to it yeah. that we couldn't all the way appreciate at that moment. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Drop um, the link in the chat. Drop the link in the chat. Your TV on? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to mute that joint. That's what happens when you're doing live television, people. Oh, and I'm live. like, is, am I hearing myself talking in headphones? No. No, nah, no. You got nah, the news in the background. Yeah, it's just a lot going on, you know, in the world today. You know, you got to stay abreast. Yes, from Austin, Texas, July 20th, coffee singles out. Big That's B came up. from Kane Pallone. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, they always shout out to y'all. Hey, um,. Making the band reboot. Did you see the Diddy clip today? I see that Diddy's back to exploit another group of marginally talented <laughs> black people. What? <sighs> marginally making a band? Yo, come on now. Think you got to think about what Diddy does for everybody's first album. Yes, he gives he them the all keys the exposure in the world. Set. Right, and he gives he them the, the fire. He gets on the single. <laughs> it's nothing but hits. It's nothing but hits. And then he's hey, like, all right, I did my job. Y'all got it from here. And they can never do it. Yo, making the band, that first album did have some joints on it. Bruh, the whole joint was, it even when you got to think about, like, on the show when he was singing, what, the end of the road? Yeah. <sighs> Boy, <laughs> your man Ronnie came in with the end of Hey. Road. Now, I think this is the most interesting part about it to me, is that Diddy was putting people on on some 2002, 2003 mm-hmm music industry shit right. how you put on niggas today that don't need your help to be put on but like what are you going to do glad you, like, I'm glad me and you are right here because if right, you think you're like, going to make me walk for cheesecake and I got 120,000 followers already exactly man, like did if you don't kiss my ass imagine somebody like Russ three years ago who we might not have heard of but he was getting thousands of listens right. like you're not going to tell this guy to go grab cheesecake stay in the house and shut down the studio you're not um, by, they that, got by that time I'm sure that the uh, the amount of following that they have they wouldn't even try to take that opportunity to get exposure right, you probably have a manager way. and they'll say you don't need that or this or anything like that 
It's the same way people pass up on the double XL freshman covers. Like, yeah. ah, you know, I kind of, I kind of outpaced that. And like, right. so I'm just, I'm really interested in seeing yeah. how he goes about scouting talent. Because if he's going on Instagram, he's going on SoundCloud, and he's finding people that are already semi-popular. Like, what does Diddy have to offer you at this point besides a I w- contract? I would do it only like an American Idol. That's it. And does he even does Diddy even have the track record at this point? Who did to he? really? I mean, he has the clout, he has the respect, he has he asking? has all that. Who was he put on, nigga? Like, who the fuck is Diddy put on in twenty years, nigga? Like, he just did. Uh, what's his face? Uh, oh my god, French Montana. He put on French Montana. And the other boy, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. All right, if that's okay. Those are the going. those are the major two signings that he had. All right, within the last. Five years, I would 15 say. Fifteen years, no, nigga. Five, like five years. He's been French he's Montana been... dropped stay scheming in 2012, so he's been signed to Bad Boy since at least 2011 or something. No, shit. I don't think he's been officially signed. Uh, but but what has he done for French's career besides put him in a whole bunch of Ciroc videos and put Ciroc all in his videos? Well, what the thing is, Lord Rome, what they're doing now is they'll sign you. So Puff signed him, but Puff don't have, I guess, the following that he would have to bring him up so he put him with Ross so that him and Ross can, so he can get his momentum going with Ross even though he's not affiliate with MMG but he'll do that just like Young Thug was affiliated with Wayne and Baby but technically signed to 300 right it sounds good but who has Diddy broken as a new artist in the last 15 years I don't think 15 he's, years I don't think he's done it so then what is your incentive besides clout chasing to be on MTV and be in Diddy's face to try to get a deal from Diddy? Because I don't think... What do you mean? I At this don't... point in time, Diddy don't have to do nothing. If you're an independent artist, if you're somebody who is already out here grinding, building a fan base the way we know works this day and age, what does Diddy have to offer you at this point a in deal, terms of... deal, the money, the backing, the team, the management. You don't have any of that stuff when it's me, you, and Brian trying to break me. Hey, hey, hey. Pause. We were almost there. Okay. Pause. <laughs> so nah, but no, nah, I mean, I guess I'm playing devil's advocate, but like, you know, I'm definitely playing devil's advocate. I'm just trying to think of the, the respectable local rapper subjecting himself to what you're gonna need to subject yourself to for reality TV purposes was, when you're dealing with this. Sometimes you need to humble yourself to get across that bridge. This is true because Enes almost died on making the band, and Fred almost choked that nigga out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like. Hey, look, it pretty much ended the show. You know what I mean? When you think about it, it pretty much ended the show when Fred choked out Enes. And like, and you got to think he broke a Jamaican rapper named Dylon. Yeah. Did he Yo, did Enes that. was a, almost a almost respected battle rapper before making the band. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got choked out on MTV. And like, nah, okay. That was so good yeah. TV, bro. Yeah. Oh, it was such that good, was good TV. Like you keep on keep on talking about it because now. But see, think about it like this. Back. Think about the exploitation factor though, because niggas couldn't afford digital audio workstations back then. So yeah, it was the lure of a studio. Remember how he just dangled mm-hmm. the studio over their heads all the time? Yeah. Like nowadays, niggas can record on their iPad. Oh, no, he, he would do studio. that. He'd be like, "Y'all acting up. No I'm studio tonight." The studio. <laughs> they they the look up from the pen and they pad and they be like, "What? Why?" Like, <laughs> because nigga, y'all, we ended the last episode with Enes blacking out <laughs> from an illegal NYPD chokehold <laughs> in the studio last night. Like this shit's crazy. So no, I think it would make for very, very compelling television. But like, I just, 
I worry about Diddy's fleeting attention when it comes to these things. Like, Diddy will hop on whatever's hot. He will ride that hot wave. Like, remember when him and Meek were close for a while? He's been close. With, he's been attached with everyone. And I feel like he's going to do this to get himself in the spotlight to raise his own stature again. Well, what he was saying was he don't need to do it. Later. He's going to Denny decane him like he always does. Well, he said- Even though... Last Train to Paris is a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. And I, I, I put that as one of the album. throwback albums of the of the week. Oh my god, I fucking love that album, yo. I love that fucking album. He put out a he put out a video for every single song on that damn album, too. He didn't give a fuck. They called <laughs> Dylon Bouju in high school. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, he should have hooked Dylon up with one of them proactive deals, nigga. That nigga face was fucked up. Golly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I but ain't no, trying to take you, it back. It, but if you, if you listen to what Diddy was saying, he was concerned that he already did that before. His legacy is there. Does he really want to go back and do it? <laughs> now, the funny, the funny thing about Diddy bringing this up is because I know you probably follow Mad Skills on Twitter. Um, but Mad Skills was like, yo, how come there's no boy band groups like what Diddy was doing making the band back in the day? And then I tweeted him back. I'm like, yo, there's plenty of Virginia artists, man. You right there. Go ahead and do it yourself. I mean, yeah, that's always an option. That that definitely is a lane that is, you know, I think that like B2, like, like Omarion and them are still kind of holding on to that lane with their little reunion tours and shit. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's a lane that's wide open. Like, I the think especially from like the, is just a the, quick 16, the 16 to 18 year old age group. Oh, man, that's, oh, my God. One, they're like one TikTok away from being that K-pop band, BTS. Like all they need is like get two or three of these niggas together, have them hit the wall at the same time, and Hold boom, on. that's it. Let's stay right here with that though. What what would a boy band look like right now? Oh man, I don't know, man. Like, you know, you just gotta walk through the mall, pick four different looking niggas, put them all together, <laughs> and spell clout backwards, and that's the name <laughs> of the group. <laughs> that's it. Oh my god. That's it. Two oak. Two O L C nigga, like that's it. That's the group right there. No, but yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a dancer. You're gonna have there your was, rapper. There was a boy band that I started to follow on Real Old Heads, and I haven't seen them post anything this year. Well, it's really hard to keep a group of uh, narcissistic boy band members together before they've blown up. <sighs> Everybody want to be the star, man. Everybody can't be Beyonce. Somebody gotta be Michelle, dog. Y'all tell you what, I don't watch reality TV that much. But if Diddy brings back making the band, I will be tuned in. Hey, man, I'm not missing an episode of that shit. Like, there's no way in hell. I'm actually just here for the Diddy fuckery. Mo, because boy, bands, really got... boy bands still exist? Name them. Name the boy bands, Mo. No, nah, my point is... Not uh, the uh, overseas ones, the uh, Asian kids, because they are big back in uh, the Philippines. Diddy, Diddy gave us a lot of collateral fuckery through making the band diddy gave us the word bitch assness the way reality tv the way he would just stumble in drunk sometimes into a situation like no lord knows where he was or what he was doing and sometimes (laughs) he would tell you he'd be like man i was just sitting there with like six naked bitches and then somebody (laughs) told me y'all was shooting in the studio and he'd be drunk and shit like what the hell's going on like studio shut down for two days just the way Diddy would pull up in uh, like any situation he was in, just to like chastise these adult artists. Bruh. When he <laughs> was, would, when he would pull up and he would sit, they would make him like get into like a group and he'd be in sitting a in circle. the chair it's just... and he'd be just staring at him like, <laughs> what the "Fuck is y'all doing?" Right. 
He's like, God damn, I could pluck any one of these niggas off the street. They be in here scrubbing the floors to get opportunity in front of me. Y'all fighting in the studio. You know what? Walk your ass to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yo. Get, get your chance to cool off. But I'm there. I'm there. I'm in. I'm there for it. I'm there for it myself. Um, so we're going to stick right here, right? So United All Masters right. came okay. out with an app today where you can manage yourself now through it. Mm, makes sense. Would you Have you looked into United Masters at all? I have. I have my, my homeboy Juan, Kamikaze Revy. Yes. Shouts to him and Tsunami Media Digital. Mm-hmm. Tsunami Digital Media. Hey, look, I'm going to get it right. But um, he's always trying to explain to me these uh, different independent sources. And uh, I have looked in the United Masters a little teeny bit, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of scanning the site. But now I understand they have an app that yeah. you could do things through your phone with. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is wild. Yep. Yeah. That so is wild. You can record. You could do, um, I guess you could promote your live shows through it. Uh. Um, you can also Probably track sell merch. Yep, your merch. You could track your um your sales and all that. It's a lot of stuff up there. I haven't downloaded it yet, and I haven't watched a YouTube video about it at all yet. Because usually I'll go to YouTube and see the whole breakdown of it. But I saw that they put it out today because uh, Sham guy had put it in our chat, so I, I went and looked it up there. But that's interesting. That's dope. Um, regard- you know what it makes me think about? It makes me think that, and not to cut you off, excuse me, but it makes me think about how underutilized the whole idea of merchandise like the bundles that like major artists do to kind of game the system mm-hmm. like that works really well for small independent artists as well who you know it's really inexpensive for us to make our music so when you bundle it with something like a t-shirt mm-hmm. it makes it way more tangible for the customer or consumer you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. so like something like united masters being able to put all that on one platform is probably a great idea it's for people out there idea. trying to figure it out and i'm sure once they get the because um, you know you being Mr. Data Man yourself, once you get all that data and information into United Masters, they, they'll be able to flip it and make their money their own way while helping you get your money. Now, I don't know if exactly. they're taking any percentages or cuts off of it or anything like that. You got to look at the gotta fine print because there's always right. something. However, read, read, please read. And then once you're done reading, have somebody else read it to you out loud. <laughs> exactly. Um, Ask questions. But. I still don't think anything is going to ever happen with a record label and independent artists will always be there and we will always find a, like the baby will take him from an example because I did not know he was signed to Interscope, but yeah, they, it's like part of the marketing strategy to make sure you don't know they're signed at this point. Right. But then I heard him shout out the deal that he got with Interscope. So it's like, what type of deals are you doing? Because you're running around saying that you are a billion dollar baby entertainment. I think they're doing these Yo Gotti-esque partnerships. Yeah. You know, like these quote-unquote, hey, we're splitting it all down the middle type shit. But mm-hmm. I think this is like a, I think it's just a more complicated, higher level 360. But, uh, you know, that could be just me speculating. I don't know nothing. I, don't, I haven't read into, like, the baby's deal or anything like that. I do I do like to pay attention to these deals they're signing. Yeah. I do pay attention to that shit. I can't help it. I'm a 90s. I grew up in the 90s. I care about the deal. Um, but, uh, I'm not mad at anybody that does partnerships that are, are independent artists, um, as long as you're not giving them everything for the rest of their life. My thing is touring, merchandising. Mm-hmm. Once you start giving up touring and merchandising, you're a slave. Yeah, that's it. Now you, you're literally just a slave at this point. So it's well, really, really hard to. But you also got to think: are, are they helping you distribute that merchandise? Are they are they managing your tour dates? Are they putting you in these venues? If I'm sitting right. here doing the work 
for your back end on your merchandise. I'm over here finding the designers, making sure all these are delivered, doing your return, they're handling, and then I'm going around and booking you in different venues. I'm the person talking to him so that when I talk to your manager, I'll be like, his dates are set for this. Make right, sure he's right. there for that. Then yes, I want a percentage off of that. And to me, that's like the that's that sounds like the quality control model, the QC model. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna put you in all these opportunities because you're on my label, and I'm gonna get a piece of that. Right. But like as far as the baby and these different type of deals, I don't think it's that kind of situation. So mm -hmm. I gotta feel like it's maybe a little more lucrative on the back end for them. But like I said, these they they they're really really quiet about these deals nowadays, mm -hmm. and I I don't imagine they're quiet about them because they're they're the most positive things for them. So. Yeah. Everyone wants to come in. Their marketing strategy is to kind of look like they're organic. Yeah. You know, they're kind of independent. That's the kind of their marketing strategy. So, bro, nothing it's really happens hard to see. like that just organically. And then you can't sit here and and show me where you started five years ago. Like Russ can say, I was doing shows with five people in a basement. Now look at me. You look at Lil Pump, and you can't say Lil Pump was doing this four years ago and grinded his way all the way up into Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Hey, well, how long you think Lil Nas X been signed? Uh, when you when you think he got signed? That's a good. I think that's a good question. I think he I think he was signed shortly before those articles came out about this his song being taken off the charts. I think that whole thing was manufactured, bro. Oh well, you know what? That... I think that whole thing was record label manufactured, bro. And I'm not knocking him. I'm not saying he's a plant. I don't give a damn about none of that shit. I'm just saying he's an example of pe the record labels trying to make it look organic when it's really something that they're fueling behind the scenes. That's a that's a good point. However, Billboard did come out with a statement saying why he was taken off, so that couldn't right. be that can't be a 100% true. However, well, not, I don't not necessarily true, but like the fact that okay, a label might submit his song to the country portion of Billboard. Now, technically, they had to take it off because of all these, they had to make a statement, but the label might have been the ones that put it in position to be taken off the charts in the first place. You see what I'm saying? No, I think... Maybe submitting it under the wrong category kind of on purpose to kind of start the controversy. I'm a conspiracy theorist, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, but I think that this was like, he put a song out there and he was trying to make it a parody and then once the label started recognizing like yo people are starting to do memes to this then right. his phone started blowing up then right. it became as big as it was because of the label backing this didn't just happen right. because we put it out there that's my whole thing like the label somebody saw that tiktok meme shit they right. saw it going viral they saw the potential to capitalize yep. on that and, and then somewhere him. behind the scenes they fanned the flames it turned into a controversy it turned into because billy ray cyrus didn't see this shit on his fucking timeline one day billy ray cyrus wasn't scrolling and saying hey i saw the little nigger boy getting discriminated oh against and I thought, <laughs> right let me help him out and re-undo everything call let me help yeah, him out and undo everything molly has ever done to the black community all do you think one that verse. billy ray, you think billy ray cyrus made enough money off that remix to travel all over the fucking world performing yes. that damn song with absolutely. him absolutely i'm sure he got enough of a cut I'm, oh I'm, no I'm, I'm, i can guarantee to you that's my point. Billy saying is handsomely it wasn't, rewarded for it. Right. It was something they, they worked that shit out on the back end, nigga. Like, he was like, okay, yeah, that's the that, reason they were all over the world. That I won't argue with, but the way they finessed it was amazing. Oh, man, that was the fucking PR coupe of the century, my nigga. Like, that was crazy. All right, let's get into the second song of the evening. I could talk to you about this all day, but let's move on. All right. All right, let's go. Let's go. Mo, this one is her single that's going to get dropped uh, July 20th. Uh, this all one is right, called right. Coffee. Let's get into it. It's just in like the beginning of writing this song. I didn't even write it. It was, I had to add things in it. My feelings, like, it was a freestyle. 
I know that you really want me, but I'm not your taste of coffee, baby. I know that you really want me, but I'm not your taste of coffee, baby. It's so dark, darts in my heart, and I can't start to fathom all the thoughts you Second song of the evening by Mo Coffee. Mm, mm, mm. Hey man, that's, that's a vibe right there. She man. dope, man. She that's she is super dope, y'all. 
That's incredible. That one right there is the one. Good lord. I can hear that as Rory's sleeper pick on the Joe Clinton <laughs> podcast. I can hear that at the beginning of a really dope movie directed by a black director mm-hmm. with some really dope leads. Like, man, that was dope. That yeah. that whole that was really dope. I really liked that song, man. I got, that was a whole vibe, and I really got into that, man. I wanted it to be like two minutes longer, to be honest with you. Yeah, she sounds great. She yeah, that's great. that's 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 a lot. That, she's gonna go far with that one. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to you, two for two for the evening, two for two. Bro. Hey, that one was really good too. Hey, you should pat yourself on the back. Right. Hey, T- your T- whole movement. T. Marshall never gives us nobody slight. Yo, shout out to him. Shout out yeah, to him. Very dope. Very keeping dope. Submit us in that mind. to everything. Submit that to everything. That's exactly like what he said. We submit <laughs> yeah. more to everything. <laughs> everything. That was crazy. I like that. Thank you. Thank y'all for the music. Thank y'all for the music. Um, before we get out of here, I want to get you all riled up real quick. Because I know what gets you going. I know. I feel like I'm looking sleepy in the chat window. I can't see myself. Oh. <laughs> nah, let's go. The Little Mermaid. Oh man, God damn, white people, boy, <laughs> white people going white people, God damn. I bet you this much: if you try to change the color of the street signs, they gonna come out and say, "Yeah, you, you know what? It's just not the way it should be, man." Hey, look, man, it's a fictional character. <laughs> like, mermaids aren't real. Like, that's like being mad at Mufasa for having an African accent, like, because <laughs> he's a lion. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Lions shouldn't have accents. <laughs> it shouldn't matter where he's from. Like, this is crazy. That is crazy, though. I mean, did you tell the people what was going on? The fact that Ariel, Ariel is black. Well, everybody should already know by now. In the live action version, yeah. and white people going white people. Well, I mean, okay. Where was the mermaid located at? Is the mermaid Caribbean? Is the mermaid from hey, the Arctic hey, let me Ocean? Answer your question. Let me answer your question. Under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck do you think was the, the mermaid Sounds Caribbean located? to me. Where the fuck do you think under the sea was, my nigga? Like, come on, man. I don't think I've seen, well, no. Yeah, I was about to say something, but that's a lie. Because I've seen a white, red-headed Puerto Rican before. So, it, I mean, there's, I don't even know how this it's there's levels of ignorance to this that i can't even articulate like i can't even <laughs> begin it's a cartoon it's a fake story mm-hmm. it's all fictional mermaids don't exist i don't know where to begin with the shit like well how do you feel about a white santa claus uh my santa claus isn't white so it but you really know saint nick is freaking whatever he's from russia or something somewhere over there germany or something like yeah, that something yeah. weird yeah yeah but, well my santa claus is black but your so. santa claus is black your Jesus is yeah. too. My Jesus is too, and I be <laughs> goddamned if my rims ain't too, nigga. Like <laughs> midnight edition Maxima, nigga. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, nah, but like all, all bullshit aside, um, it shouldn't fucking matter. It like don't. it shouldn't matter. It like, it, and it's a ridiculous thing. Yeah. It's just the way it is in 2019. It's the reason we even do a show. Everyone has to have an opinion. Like, it's like Twitter, mm-hmm. where you just take one out of context moment and mm-hmm. you just expand upon it, like running into a room and screaming, This is what I think, and then running out of it. Like, that's well, all we're doing. Shout out to social media, because social media has now helped me read more than just a caption. <laughs> that's for certain. <laughs> because a caption can say one thing, but then you read the full article and it's like, that's not what this person was saying at all. 
Right, and it's really important to get outside and get some context to the things that you see when it's just a status or a tweet. That hey, being said, no problem, D Lesser. Shout out to you. Shout out to you for sending in the artist, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to keep sending more artists of that caliber. We appreciate that because I love it when it's good music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really hard to get creative on the challenges. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge is like yeah yeah i really appreciate the quality of that one um but uh no but it's a ridiculous thing to do and i like what disney's doing it's like disney is trying to you know what i think they're doing i think they're trying to rectify the mistakes of their past you know how dumbo was racist um what like even even with no. dumbo with the, the I, crows oh yeah yeah yeah, a lot of different shit. And even Mulan. Like, we love Mulan, right? For the songs and the dragon. But right. that shit was damn near racist to Chinese people. Like, they was like, yo, this is not Chinese culture at all. Like, what did y'all do to us? It's almost like the... the he said, like, what did y'all do to us? You know, like, it's like the caricatures of black people. It's right. almost like the black... Thing. I don't want to say it's that bad, but... So I think they're trying to rectify that. I think they're trying to fix some of the racist shit from their... Basically, their history by, you know, being more inclusive. And I'm... Obviously, I'm here for it. Shit. I'm gonna say I want to be a black Hercules. I want to say <laughs> this before we move to the next subject. But... Do you not think it's because that they've now noticed that... When it's an all-black cast of something of such high caliber that all black people are gonna go out and support it, and they're gonna be big blockbuster movies. You got to think about how Black Panther did. You mean to tell me that Disney learned a lesson from Black Panther, and now they're trying to make movies that cater more to those audiences? I believe. So. Are they trying they're to make their Jordan movies Peele more movies? inclusive? Yeah, they're trying to make their movies more inclusive because they've shown that it works, and those audiences come out and spend money. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somebody got a raise for that cynical ass idea, but it's gonna work. <laughs> it's gonna work. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? Let's put some black people in this. I mean, they're mermaids, right? <laughs> and like I said on my Facebook, I was like, hey, if there really were mermaids, they would have been black first like everybody in this planet was. Well, so I mean, technically, they would probably have been a little grayish. You're under the sea. The water in the sun is not going to hit you. <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> That's all I can think of, man. You got to look at whales. They would probably be the color of a whale or something. It would like look that. like them shits or from... What was that Will Smith movie on Netflix that nobody liked? Bright? It would look I like them. I never watched that. Yo, it was good, man. That shit got improperly hated on, man. You know I'm a big Will Smith fan. Yes. That shit was good, man. Niggas hated on that shit because it was on Netflix, man. It wasn't ready. Lastly, favorite person to talk about when she shows her face, Nicki Minaj addressing her haters. Hold on. Are we talking about the haters or the, the fake tweet that she was responding to? The people that never shot her out. Hey, listen, man. We don't have enough time left in the show for me to do my Nikki deep dive. Uh, pause, maybe. No. So anyway, Nikki has a lot of. He, she has a lot going on for her. what I think Nikki needs Ashy right mermaids. now. <laughs> Ashy mermaids. I think what Nikki needs right now is a rebrand and some new management. She um, got rid of all her management. Right. So she needs to get rid of whoever's in charge of her right now. Like Nikki has made so many mistakes in terms of like keeping the public support of her. And I think it's just really unfortunate. Like her, the way she goes at things, goes mm -hmm. about things on the internet, mm -hmm. I think she would serve herself a lot better by rising above. But people always say that about females, so I don't want to be that guy. I but man, know, man. Nikki, she's just at a different, she was at a different stature to me. And yeah. like, you know, I wish she would get out of the cartoon anime videos and go outside for a video and put on some regular clothes for once. And here's, you know, here's what I say to that, right? Her complaining about people not giving her homage when the people that 
have come up under her have given her 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 homage and her due like yeah nikki was inspiring to me blah 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 instead of her feeding into that and complaining about not getting it why don't you be the bigger person and just embrace everybody i don't see you doing no features with none of these females right and i think some a female comes out you're like i'm gonna take her head off I think it's the most obvious path to a rebrand is to just literally start embracing your peers or yeah. not even your peers, your descendants, whatever right. you call them, like right. your babies. Right. Like just to embrace them, right. wrap your motherfucking arms around Meg so we can get the picture and so that we can see that Let you're also the like, they- yeah, so that you're branching out, that you're showing that it's all, it's, it's possible, man. Like there's so many dope female artists that she could do a hook for, throw a verse on that mm-hmm. she would just completely validate their entire existence. Right. By just doing anything with, and it would be the perfect rebrand for Nicki, like right. some girl power shit, like right. some Lady Marmalade twenty nineteen shit. If she would have did that for Cardi B, this would hurt. Nicki Minaj would have been crazy because you only gave us two albums in ten years. Yo, if Nicki and Cardi would have came together, yes. instead of like beefing, like Motorsport was a huge song. Right. Think of how big Motorsport could have been had they worked together right. on it. My had nigga. they known? Had we all known that it wasn't forced or faked or like? Right, right. Like, it was certainly forced. Bruh, yeah. Like just. Man, it would have been the uh, the documentary, the game album. Yes, 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 yes. Like she she really could have she could really just have influenced the entire generation of female MCs on her own behind the scenes. Like she could have created her own relevance behind the scenes. Right. Like built the foundation of relevance by helping all these up and coming female girls, and it would have just. It would have just cemented her relevance by right. doing that, and like instead right. she's positioned herself against him, and I right. think it's unfortunate. She wants to play the bad guy role and only show up to Queen Radio when she got some drama and shots to take at people, where she could she could use it for so much positivity and bringing up other people. It would make her look like female god of MC. Right, like and on some devil's advocate shit, maybe she felt like for a long time she didn't have that platform, didn't have that ability, and now that she got it, she's like it's like the girl like, that was bad that doesn't know she's bad. Um, I was thinking more the late bloomer. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the great personality that got cute late and didn't know what to do with it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But um, like she 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 definitely had a shot, man. And I like I still I think I still think she has a shot. I think she's such a unique talent that she could really rebrand herself anytime she wanted to and come back to complete relevance. Yeah. Like because all these girls are her sons. Finally, like yeah. when she was talking about having sons when and there was no other female rappers. That, yeah. Now she really has them, you know what I mean? And she could just go a completely different direction now that she's solidified how they move, go a completely different direction, just keep branching out and showing us she could be like the Hillary Clinton of this shit and break the glass ceiling. Hey, Nikki, you raise your kids to be better than you. Exactly. So that you can look like the best parent in the world. But you were saying it, right, you're saying it as a negative thing. So that's why, never mind. You can't compete with your kids, Nick. It doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, it's crazy. Thank you, gang. Thank you, everybody coming out this evening. Rome rocks. A lot. Two T's. Yeah, yeah. Thank Shouts you, to sir. Shouts to Scott. Thank you for coming out again, helping us out. Sham, get better. Uh, we yes, have sir. a drop this Saturday. It's going to be good. Um, I got to check those videos out, man. I'm going to be in Disney World all next week. So I don't know if we're gonna do a pre-recorded show or not yet. I'm down. Disney World, huh? Or if I'm gonna just do it from the hotel room, or not the hotel, but the condo. Oh. I gotta check what their Wi-Fi is like. 
Yeah, check the hotel Wi-Fi. You're going live. Um, so stay tuned for that. I will keep everybody posted on social media. Uh, shout out to our featured artist of the week, Mo. Go ahead, Mo. Okay, Mo. Definitely, okay, definitely Mo. dope. Um, I don't have no positive words for advice. You got any positive words for advice? Get us I got some positive words of advice. Hey, listen, wash your hands, okay? <laughs> and your legs, please. <laughs> wash your hands. And sneeze into your elbow. Don't sneeze into your hands, then touch shit. That's all I got. <laughs> All right, <laughs> gang. Tomorrow, couch coaches of y'all into sports nine thirty. Uh, catch us here. We out. What's going on, gang? Thanks for watching the show. It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. Hey man, Sham God's got it here, man. Hey, listen, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons: like, follow, subscribe, comment. All that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays eight thirty p.m. Join the conversation.